there. Yo, if Julian on the brown note, election roundup week four and Clive Palmer, the biggest con artist in Australia and his United Australia Party con. Now, One Nation and, and the UAP, which has basically taken a lot of their thunder, due to him having billions of dollars to spend, um, are... They're, ever since the, the, the right-leaning parties have become more and more populist and more and more Rupert Murdochy, they've had to house two warring factions, basically Malcolm Turnbull and Peter Dutton, or people that are basically kind liberals that believe in climate change and uh, gay marriage is okay, and the right-wing populist people that often fall out of the party, like Craig Kelly who just believe in nothing, they just promote this, and Mark Latham, just promote this rabid right-wing agenda that would be in the darker parts of Fox News and the Daily Telegraph. And the reason that these, these apparently independent Che Guevara-like parties exist is to represent the Liberal Party on those extreme wings where they're not comfortable doing it themselves. So if there are independent voters out there, where the right-wing me media is pushing them all the way out to QAnon levels, they will pick those votes up. And they, you know, One Nation vote with the Liberal Party virtually every single time they can. She might be getting a bit off of them at the moment, but basically they're proxy wings of the Liberal Party that are picking up the most offensive votes that they can't openly canvass themselves. They get in and they just support the government all the way through. Clive Palmer did exactly that, spent $80 million to defeat Labour at the last election. His only job and uh, actually work, because there are people that gullible to think that a billionaire like Clive Palmer represents some maverick, you know, idealist that is out there to reshape Australian politics. Yeah, okay. Are you that dumb? A lot of you were. And since then, he's just pummeled money in. Uh, we we're all getting offended by these bloody adverts that are just relentless. Even on SBS. SBS, do you take money from anyone now? And um, <laughs> the the adverts are pretty, pretty certain that they're putting the Liberals and Labour last. They're the independent mavericks coming through the middle. Oh, what a surprise. United Australia Party direct preference votes to coalition seats in key marginals. Clive Palmer's United Australia Party will recommend preferencing the Liberals and the Nationals in a boost to Scott Morrison, who he said he was putting last. Clive, you liar. Are those ads actually in contravention of um, Australian electoral law? Because you clearly state you're putting the Liberals last. And you're clearly preferencing them now. Despite Palmer previously promising the party would preference all incumbents as a last as part of his concerted campaign, UAP has decided to recommend preferences to at least three Liberal incumbents, including Gladys Liu. Uh, it will also support Liberal incumbents Jason Felinski in McKellar and Dave Sharma in Wentworth. Dave Sharma, we now know why you put your preference for United Australia Party, because even though you came out of the blocks pretending to be all climate changing and gay marriage, 
You've since embodied the worst Trumpy-isms you can. Um, and also, uh, independent candidates Sophie Scampsy and McKellar and Allegra Spender in Wentworth have both slammed the moderate MPs for the move. So we've got people that are pretending to be nice liberals that are now sort of preferencing United Australia Party. And what we knew would happen all along, which is the United Australia Party advertising on TV that they're going to go after the Liberals and Labour, actually only going after Labour. What a con artist you are. Um, the other thing that's come up, and it will be what Clive Palmer says, is that the independents are all Labour. Not from my left-wing shoes, they're not. They seem to be the kind liberals. They seem to be people that can't be part of that current Liberal Party with Scott Morrison at the helm. <coughs> and they look a lot like liberals to me. So these independents who are pro-climate change, pro-gay marriage, they often come across as very, very liberal in their outlook. So I don't think that that is... Um, that's going to be his justification, is that well, if we don't, uh, the independents are supporting Labour. Well, yeah, you're kind of showing that you actually are there to stop Labour getting in again. And you've said in TV adverts that you're attacking both parties. But you only care about Labour getting in again? Isn't that a complete contradiction to what you've said, Clive? Um one thing that's really annoyed me, and, and it's from a, a sexism angle, is... And, and I don't mind saying these things that get me in trouble, but a lot of these independent female politicians are a little bit unnaturally attractive and young-looking. And I say that from a lefty perspective, growing up with polit female politicians on the left where that was never part of the deal, ever. So is it the case in Australia now you can only actually get to the point of being a female independent if you have the looks and the use and presentation because that's pretty sucky if it's true where are where's the wider range of people have you not looked at the candidates in a lot of these places and obviously everyone will scream that you know that's an appalling thing how dare you besmirch their ability i'm not i'm not besmirching their ability i'm saying there's no wide range out there craig kelly's not on weight watchers there's no paradigm equality between who can become a male representative in a, as an independent and a female, I don't think. And I think that's pretty bad. So anyway, Clive Palmer's a complete liar and the United Australia par Party are proxies for the Liberal Party yet again. What a surprise. Who knew that? Who could see that coming? Um, so... How Labour, I said, I called it for Labour last week. I said Labour have already won this election in, I think, a landslide. I, that's done for me. Um, I don't think anything major has really happened this week. What is major, though, is the dirty tricks going on behind the scenes. We've seen Josh Feidenberg's got a lot of WeChat advertising going for him. And out in this area where, you know, the Liberal Party, who have relentlessly attacked the Chinese, as I've said millions of times, are counting on their vote behind the scenes. Putting out adverts where independents have the green logo, so they're, they're trying to pretend that they're part of the Greens. Hagiographies of someone like Josh Frydenberg. Now, there's been a couple of stories going around which the mainstream media isn't reporting on. 
One was that two MPs hired rent boys, two Liberal MPs hired rent boys to the prayer room in Parliament House. Friendly Geordies covered it. No libel attack has happened as a result of him accusing two Liberal MPs by name of hiring rent boys in the prayer room. Nothing, no legal ramifications has hit him at all. The mainstream media has remained silent. But this is the good this is even bigger. We know that Alan Tudge, and like many Liberal MPs, Alan Tudge has gone AWOL. He is missing. Missing in action. God rest his soul wherever he is. He's still standing despite being stood down in some way. Not sure what way. But they won't let any of these people stand in front of the camera. But there was um what was t what was touted as a five hundred thousand dollar taxpayer settlement to secure the ex liberal staffer that we believed had accused Alan Tudge, who he he had an affair, an admitted affair with this female staffer, and just a week or so before the election was announced, she was given a five hundred thousand dollar hush fund paid for by us not to say anything what's come out now and the media aren't really even reporting this is it's almost been confirmed that that five hundred thousand dollar payment to this woman wasn't involving alan touch it was involving another front bench liberal minister sexually assaulting or harassing her on another occasion where's the media in this country they talk about libel and defamation. These things are out there on Twitter and they have been, and people like Friendly Geordies who've been subject to defamation trials, they've already reported all of this. So why aren't we hearing about one of the, say, top three or four most prominent liberal front benches has been accused of being the reason for this half a million dollar settlement against a woman that was already accusing Alan Tudge, another Liberal MP, of sexually harassing her or, you know, a part of that affair. Where is the media in this country? The media performance has been an eye-opener because it's had less impact this time. Last time, uh, people like the Sydney Morning Herald, you expect the Murdoch Press to do what they're going to do, but they ran so many more stories about franking credits than they did about climate change. That may well have had a massive impact on the outcome of the election, which was not big. So having those, you know, everyday franking credits. Oh, poor old Bessie's going to be thrown on the scrap heap. All lies, because the overwhelming majority of um, the benefits of franking credits and, and virtually everything else is, is going to the wealthy. And ask yourself if you're getting that money. But what we're seeing this time around is um, the public are wise to a lot of what's going on. And this whole gotcha thing where you've got journalists looking down their phone, reading a policy, reading a policy, and going to Anthony Albanese, uh, policy 2.4, and then saying gotcha, hasn't had any impact. Labour uh, have increased their lead in the polls. So um, that it would be really good if none of this... I, I haven't watched any TV on the election. I've virtually read nothing. I said, if you've got to the last, the end of the last three years and you haven't made up your mind, what is the point in you? 
are you that gullible that six weeks of campaigning can change your mind? It's a pretty sad state of affairs to be in. So it's really good to see that this um, media onslaught has just had no impact. It's just nothing. Labour's increased its lead. Mark my words, there'll be more scandal and screw-ups from Scott Morrison between now and polling day. The worry is how many people in marginal seats will vote for the United Australia Party who will simply hand their preferences to the Liberal Party to try and get these people that would have lost over the line. And another sad thing that's come up is, um, even though people that read the Murdoch Press say the ABC is left-wing, as somebody that isn't insane, it's pretty sad state of affairs how eroded the ABC is becoming by the relentless Liberal Party attacks. Happened to the BBC in uh, the UK. Uh, ironically, it started with Tony Blair pretty much, but um, the the relentless attacks and on on funding and on who's the chairman and and you know every every journalist that dare speak being pilloried in a way that no right wing journalist ever gets done. It's 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 weakened the ABC a lot, but it's great to see that the uh, media have had very little impact this election. Hopefully, people have made up their mind. So. Onward and up with Labour and uh, Clive Palmer, you are such a liar. And the United Australia Party, a front for the Liberals, vote for the UAP, get Liberals every time.